stop Googling and start listening for the love of wellness. With over 50 years in women's wellness, hosts Sam Leeson and Laurel Crossley, along with a weekly special guest, will explore gaps and issues within the women's wellness industry. If you're passionate about topics affecting women's health, such as sleep, grief, body image, and much more, then please stay tuned. You've probably heard a little bit or maybe a lot bit (laughs) about your chakras. What the heck are chakras and how can we use them to make us feel better from a wellness perspective. On today's show, we're talking with Heidi Martin Wellness Inc. And she's going to talk to us about what chakras was responsible for what aspect of our lives, the colors associated with them. And it's just a fascinating starter kit for anybody who's interested in learning about chakras. Today's episode is brought to you by Little Wellness Company. Welcome, everyone. Today, I'd like to introduce you to Heidi Martin. And welcome, Heidi. Would you please tell everyone who listens who you are and what you do? Thank you so much for having me. My name is Heidi Martin, and I have a business, and the business is Heidi Martin Wellness Incorporated. And I have a whole bunch of things that um, I do with my clients. I am a yoga teacher, a Reiki master, an energy practitioner, and I have different modalities in my toolbox that I use with my different clients. And I am also a life coach. I know you as all those things, but today, Heidi Martin Wellness Inc., as I always kindly refer to you because we've known each other for many, many years, we're going to be talking about chakras and their And it's such a huge conversation to have because people are on a spectrum of understanding, on the spectrum of understanding what chakras are. And so here's what I know. And then fill us in. Uh, I know that we have a whack, and you can fill in the number, (laughs) of chakras or energy centers within our body. When our chakras are let's put this in air quotes, aligned, humming along beautifully, we are doing tremendously. If any one of them sort of falls off the rails, then we are a bit wobbly. So that's my understanding of chakras. Okay, Heidi, take it away. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's fantastic. I love the way you said that. It's so true. So I love to specialize with people with their shadow. Um, and also I love to specialize with the inner child that we all have. And the chakras is such a powerful way to actually help heal ourselves. And so each chakra, and we have seven main ones, and I'm only going to get into the seven main ones today, um, holds a different energy in our body. So for instance, I can, I'll actually break down the seven chakras for you. So For instance, we start with the root chakra at the base, and that is red in color, and that is about your safety. So that's your I am. And that is about you coming into life and how you feel, how you belong. Then we go into our sacral, and that's all about our feelings, and that's the orange chakra. And that's about expressing how we feel. And that's really about the inner child, which also can go into the heart chakra. But that's really about 
your creativity and your emotions and showing the world how you feel and about your past experiences. And then we go into the solar plexus chakra, which is yellow in color, and it's all about your empowerment and about how you feel in this world, how you speak, how you act, um, your self-love. And then up from there, we go into your heart chakra, and that is love. So, you know, love, compassion, also self-love, and also, again, inner child. Then from there, we go into your third eye, which is at the center of your brows, and that is what you see in life. So seeing, but seeing with your eyes closed, right? So what do you feel and what do you see without actually having to physically see it? And that is indigo in color. And then from there, we go to the seventh chakra, which is just above your head, and that's the crown chakra. And that's where you would say, I know. So you're connecting to the unity, you're connecting to the divine. You're just really feeling that deep love and connected to the world around you. And when our chakras are flowing and balanced, and of course, they're not always in balance. We're always, always working on something, right? Because we're all evolving. Nobody's perfect. So there's always going to be something that's not in balance. I mean, it's very hard to have all of them perfectly flowing. And yes, we can get to that when we're in deep meditation and when we're in bliss and when we're in unity. But we're basically humans living, you know, living a life. And um, it's been hard the last few years, right? So you might notice one day, you know, your root chakra is off, or the next day, it's your heart because you're suffering from grief. And I just really like to work with my clients and have them come in for like maybe an energy treatment or a meditation session and just scan the chakras and really allow them to feel what's happening to them. So not even coming to me for the answers, but really finding the answers within themselves. And for instance, you know, I'll have them go into a guided meditation or do some breathing work. And then I'll ask them to put their focus on a part of their bodies that's not feeling right or that's feeling uncomfortable um, or tense. And I'll ask them to go in there to see what they're feeling. And then immediately when they start doing breathing work, the answers, the answers come. Is my meditation the most effective way to be able to identify these? Is it, I'm I'm thinking, you know, coming to you, not being someone who's ever focused on the chakras at all, and knowing that my system feels off, but not being able to pinpoint where it feels off. How do I how do I get myself to a point where I can say? that's probably where the issue is and that that's where I need to focus my energy. Like, how do I, how do I start to learn how to be able to identify these indicators within my own body? Okay. So I would say just setting the intention that you want to start to heal. So setting the intention and then looking for a support, um, looking for support around you. So I like to say to people, you know, have your round table or have your table, however you'd like it and get your people that can support you. So whether you're going to get your, you're going to get your medical doctor, you're going to get your naturopath doctor, you're going to maybe get a therapist. You're also going to add a Reiki practitioner to it. 
a life coach, and you're just going to have your group of people that are going to support you to help you get to that place. Because a lot of times we can't do it on our own, right? Especially, especially when we've gone through trauma in our life. And a lot of kids have gone through trauma and then they've grown up repressing that and they've become an adult. And so they don't know how to heal that trauma. So we need the experts, right? The people that, you know, are able to help us heal that trauma. So for instance, I would say, you know, set the intention, then look out for help and see what the universe has been, um, what messages it's been giving to you. So on where to go next, on who to go to. And then I would say drop the busyness because I think people that are super busy all the time are just kind of like running and escaping from what they need to heal, right? And I mean, I know, you know, if we're a single mom or if we have many kids or if we have this job that's taking a lot from us, we're going to be busy, but we still have to say, okay, I have to take this part of my day and make it for self-love. Otherwise, we're going to feel like crap. And otherwise, our health is going to start to go, right? So it's it's a little bit harsh for me to say it that way. But really, we don't have time to feel like shit, right? We want to get healthy. So we really have to drop the busyness and start with the self-love. For the self-love, I would say when you stop dropping the busyness, I would have you start to do breathing work, meditation, gentle stretching on a yoga mat, grounding yourself, going for that 10-minute walk every day. If longer, that's even better. Um, setting some time to maybe not watch Netflix as much, but doing some affirmations or reading a beautiful self-help book. You know, those are simple, simple ways where you're going to start the healing process and be able to kind of connect to what's going on in your body, what your energy centers are, are saying to you, and to be able to go into the shadow and let the release start to unfold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask, and I think you didn't say one of the chakras, which is my favorite, the throat. Oh, did I miss the throat? That is so funny. The throat is the blue. Oh, yeah. My throat. That's usually where my, uh, you know, the, the, um, the yellow and the blue are the two chakras. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, so the blue is where you're expressing your truth, where you're speaking, but you're also listening. And that's a huge one for people. So I'm so glad that you noticed that I missed that chakra. That's funny. Well, I'm just here to support. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. But I want to touch on what I'm fascinated with, because, you know, we have, we have, I'll say traditional medicine, which to me is, you know, the medicine people of the planet are the traditional medicine. And then we have, you know, Western medicine, which is fairly new. And how do they tie in? I'm thinking about the chakra and the energy centers. How is it associated with diseases of the body? Well, I think right now it's becoming more mainstream where medical doctors and family doctors are actually working with um, the Western type of medicine. I think there's actually becoming a beautiful flow. I know my medical doctor does that. And... I don't think that um, it's that uncommon anymore because I, because basically I think 
people are realizing that stress is causing disease and stress is causing anxiety. And when you don't have self-love for yourself, you are definitely going to your medical doctor a lot more. And a lot of medical doctors are saying, okay, what's your day like? What's your emotional life like? Who are you with? How are you getting treated? How are you treating yourself? And so I think it's becoming very um, much more common now to gel the two together. I, I think that we tend to also see these days people looking for support um, outside of their traditional allopathic medical team younger and for younger people. You know, I was an anomaly as a kid being eight years old and being sent to the chiropractor, but I see a lot more people being open to the idea of looking at what are considered to be alternative approaches to care that now than ever before. And I think that that's an awareness that just seems to be coming and growing. And, mm -hmm. and perhaps that's a combination of, you know, social media. I mean, there have to be some pluses associated with social media, right? We, we often talk about the oh, negatives, yeah, but there yeah. are some pl pluses to it. Um, yeah. people being encouraged to advocate for themselves and to ask questions. I think that's a huge part of, of where we are now compared to where we were even 10 years ago. And, um, and then we see more and more people, um, including yoga and meditation practices into their own daily lives that then encourages them to start thinking outside of the traditional self-care box, if that makes sense. Would you say that that's something you've seen? Absolutely. I think um, people are definitely really learning about it through social media. I would say, I know TikTok has a lot of negative vibes associated with it, but I feel like I, I seem to get a lot of young 20-year-olds and teenagers that come to me and they, they tell me that they've learned so much about Reiki or chakra work through the social media. And so I think social media can be like your own vision board where you can learn so much good stuff. So for instance, the other day on my Facebook, I put a post about like, acknowledge that it is your vision board and unfollow the negativity or anything toxic or anything that is toxic to you that is making you full of anxiety and that's making you feel bad, just unfollow it or even mute it if you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's really coming into the young ones. They're really all booking me and they're so they're so into like, you know, say affirmations or yoga, energy work and I think it's causing a ripple effect and now the other generations are really realizing that it's important work to do and it's becoming mainstream. Mm -hmm. I know my son, um, at one point, I just, my jaw dropped open because he said, oh yeah, mom. Um, so my friend and I were talking the other day on the way home from school. He was in high school at the time. And he said, and we're trying to open our third eye. Like, where did he get that? Now, I mean, I talk about crystals a lot in my home. I do talk about chakras. I have done crystal you know, crystal treatments on my family members to help them relax and those types of things associated with the chakras. But you're right, Heidi, like there is the, the kids 
really, they don't want the same levels of stress that their parents did. They're not working the same. They're um, really taking, I think, better care of themselves. Like I'm seeing that than we did. You know, growing up, what were we taught? Work hard. Work hard. All your life. Right. You know, and work from work at home. I remember watching a movie and a woman was sitting in bed with her laptop and I went, that's who I aspire to be. Yes, yes. They're not scared to say to you, oh, I need a therapist or I want a life coach or I want to book a nutritionist. Um, and they do learn even about working out. Like my boys have learned so much about being fit and their nutrition just through podcasts. I mean, podcasts are amazing. I know my sons are constantly listening to podcasts and getting advice and then coming into the kitchen and saying, mom, I want to try this or put this in my shake or make this recipe. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing, right? Because they're not learning it from me. They're learning it from outside sources. So I, I especially really love podcasts. It's interesting how things have come full circle. I think about how when my kids were little, there was no such thing as podcasts, and now they get mm -hmm. to learn so much for it. It makes me excited to see how this growth can continue to happen and where can we continue to go to grow our minds and our expectations and our visions for ourselves and our families in the future. Where where can we go? Is that what you're asking? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, we can... Um... Definitely, I would say clean up the social media because that's where the kids are going to go and that's where people are addicted. So I would say instead of saying, don't go on it and put your phone away, we know that that's not going to happen. Um, why don't we go to our phone and really clean up our social media and follow some amazing authors um, that are experts in the field of nutrition and stress and anxiety and somatic release and shadow work and whatever it is that is your passion and go through your social media and start following those accounts so that when you're going on and you're scrolling all those all that time, like, you know, some kids are scrolling for hours and hours a day, at least they're going, it's going to be a mix with their algorithm of nutrition and, mm -hmm. you know, anxiety techniques. I know when I go on to TikTok, I have like a lot of people that I follow are showing different meditation exercises. And so it will remind you, oh, yeah, like let's take some time out and do some breathing exercises, right? Yeah. So I would say start with that, especially if they're younger. And then from there, they're going to get maybe that book recommendation. They're going to grab that book. And there's different authors that speak to different people. So find those people that resonate with you. And basically, so many people are saying the same thing, right? Over and over, but it's a replay. And we want to hear it from the people that we resonate with. And then from there, you know, the universe is going to guide you, whether it's to book that person or to book a life coaching session, to book a therapist, book a naturopath. And from there, it's just going to cause this ripple effect in your healing. But how do we start it younger, even before social media, right? Like, because presumably... Well, hopefully we don't have kids super, super young on social media being That's influenced, right. right? So how do we do that for, for the younger? children? For yeah. the children, I would say for the parents to really focus on their own self-healing mm -hmm. because the children just are sponges and they learn from you. So mm -hmm. I find a lot of times when, you know, I'll have little girls and little boys come to me. 
I really also want the mom to be coming to me or for her to be getting the help because they're learning things from the parents. And that's not make, and I'm not trying to put blame on the parents or make them wrong. Like we're all doing the best we can with the tools and awareness and the experiences that have shaped us. But we really need to work on ourselves so that if all of a sudden we're having outbursts and we're screaming at our kids, we can literally look at ourselves in the mirror and say, you know what, I need help. Like I need a psychologist. I need a therapist. I need to work with my shadow. I need to get help. Mm -hmm. I think that would be the first thing is to work on your own self-healing so that you can be better for your children. And so you can help them. And I like to say to people is make sure your cup is full. And so the stuff that's overflowing is the stuff you're giving to everyone else. And, you know, so many of us are empaths and we're people pleasers. So we really have to come up with stronger boundaries on where we're giving all of our energy so that we can focus on ourselves and our family inside of our house. Because everybody's trying to focus on everyone else. But if you really just focus on you and your actual children and your spouse and your family, that's what's going to create a better place, right? That's what's going to create the ripple effect in the world. Can I share a quick, cute little story? And then Heidi, we need to get your credentials. So I used to teach a program called Meditating Munchkins in a preschool. And I was sitting with 18 months old, 18 months, month olds. And uh, they were a year to 18 months. And the teachers would be doing the meditation work. Uh, and the little children would be going over and pulling open their eyes to see why their eyes were closed. But what the teachers told me is after the classes were finished, these little babies were doing their yoga, were doing their meditation, were doing their stretches just naturally. So that role modeling to the little, little ones can start right from them being born and you're carrying them around and they're snuggly, snuggly, whatever you call those things, Sam would know, you know, and, and it can start right there at that young age. So Heidi, how can we get in touch with you? You can get in touch with me through Instagram. Um, my handle is Heidi Martin Wellness. I'm also on Facebook and um, you can also email me at HeidiMartinWellness at gmail.com. Heidi, I feel like we have just scratched the surface of the things that we could talk about with you. I want to spend just one second and say thank you so much for coming and sharing your energy with us today, helping us sort of start the vision off for ourselves as to where we want to take our health. And we wish you all of the best in this March month of women and International Women's Day being yesterday. Thank you for being here and speaking to all of us today. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Boobs, Bods and Brains podcast. If you would like to learn more about us or our past episodes, then check us out on Instagram. Click the link in our bio to visit our website to learn more about sponsorship opportunities. We are always excited to have you offer different show topic ideas If you have a suggestion, reach out via Instagram or our website. And as always, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the Boobs, Bods, and Brains podcast and invite all of the women you know.